Welcome back to our Out of Office extended second season where we do some deeper dives into Emily in Paris and the cultural conversation, the characters of the show, and also just how we're doing. Today we're going to do our first ever Are We in Paris episode, all about figuring out how our lives measure up to the Parisian fantasy of Emily in Paris. Okay, Nina, are you ready to find out if we are en Paris? Oui, oui. Hey. <laughs> wow, it's crazy to finally meet in real life. <laughs> You look so different. You look so different than you I imagined. Wor- You're tall. Worse. You're tall. Yeah, you look worse. <laughs> <laughs> I am tall. Now I tell people on Zoom. I'll like, tell people right away. And I'll stand up and I'll show them the full body. <laughs> I'm very professional. <laughs> I had the experience of meeting someone with you that you'd only met online. Oh, yeah. And she was like, You're tall. I always think people can tell because of like my head. <laughs> You have a tall head. Yeah. I don't know. Just like the way I wear my body is like, I don't know. I feel like I have tall energy. I feel, how about this? I feel tall all the time. Even when I'm sitting, I feel like a tall girl. Yeah, I believe that. But I also think like I met a coworker. You'll never understand it. So don't try. (laughs) Justice for medium girls. What about us medium girls? Mid girls. Mid. (laughs) I am mid. But what about, I, I I met a coworker. Not what about. I met a coworker of mine who I'd only met over Zoom for months. I met her in real life for the first time relatively recently, and she was, like, tiny. And I definitely wasn't assuming she was as small as she was. Yeah. I think I'm really good at guessing heights. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm really good at it. How tall am I? Uh, I've known you so long. I don't want to be wrong. I, but I do think I do think I often think you're taller than you are. We've actually had this conversation. I think you're, like, five, seven and a half. <laughs> But I think that you're actually like five six. I'm five four. <laughs> this this holds up. I really I should have said I'm good at guessing people's heights, but I know that I always think you're taller than you are. That's funny. I wish I were five seven. You're five four. Yeah. That's just you don't you don't have five four energy. No, I definitely think I have five nine energy. <laughs> <laughs> Gay. <laughs> no, I think my five nine energy is like. Yeah, I think I carry myself taller. And sometimes when I see people in clothes, and maybe this is just, like, the complex of, like, clothes being worn by tall models. Mm. But I'm like, that's a little look on me. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I have the same thing, but with different parts of my body. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll just kind of be kind of drape down my thin, thin hips. Yes. <laughs> and my flat, flat chest. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can wear something down to my belly button. It won't be like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is so fun because we, they heard the intro, but this is our, are we in Paris? This is our first, this is our inaugural, are we in Paris episode? Well, and crucially, we're in the same room. We've never recorded in the same room. Yeah, could you guys tell? Or like our heights, could you not tell that we were in the same room? Um, I'm 6'2". I guess maybe we should say that. <laughs> we know you're high, you know my height. Um, I know everyone say their weight. <laughs> we're kidding we're kidding we're kidding we're both 100 pounds <laughs> we're Actually. kidding we're kidding we're both 120 <laughs> be careful <laughs> i'm kidding so we're both 135 <laughs> you know what i'm kidding i'm kidding we both love our bodies, bodies. <laughs> <laughs> um but this is our fun this is our uh, are we in paris episode where we just talk about how we're doing. We decided we're like we need three different types to kind of bop between. Yeah, and the, in this one, we kind of decide if we're living a Parisian lifestyle. Yeah, by Emily's standards. by Emily's standards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like how does our life? How does our life 
lives, I should say. We don't share a life. <laughs> don't <laughs> not get yet. it twisted. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> not, not quite. Um, yeah. How does our life fuck out of our lives? <laughs> um, yeah. Compare it to Emily's Parisian life. So I feel like there's some, we haven't like actually discussed sort of what uh, barometer we're going to use or sort of how we're going to measure up. But, but I think, I mean, I could give you, I could give you something you can respond. Please. Okay. If part of Emily's life is that, <laughs> if, if part of Emily's life is that she has like distinct friends from like different parts of her life, but they somehow always manage to be in the same room. How is your life measuring up against that right now? Your various, you know, lives, are they colliding? Is are you work? asking me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, zero. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, maybe not zero. I think that's, like, kind of how my life is generally. But I would say right now my life is, like, emerging from pandemic mode. Yeah. And it's, like, isolated. And I know that I often joke about how you're the only person I talk to outside of my relationship. <laughs> but, but it's not so far off. <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So like, in that case, in that way, you're not in Paris right now. You're not, I'm not running into your coworkers who are running into Yeah, your... like, but but I am, like, you know, the other night, like, we went to a bar to see our friend from college, and, you know, oh, my friend was bartending, I saw my other yeah. friend there, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I'd say at the same time, yes, as I'm emerging, I'm like, oh, yeah, these these artifacts of my, my life was former Paris. life. My life was Paris. <laughs> and you're getting back to it. Yeah, and then my life was, I don't know. Paris, Texas. <laughs> I think that the good news is that we are 95% sure that we're doing volleyball on Wednesdays. And I think that'll be Paris because the group yeah. that we ended up getting together to do that is from like different areas of yeah, our, that's our true. respective lives. Yeah. See, and I would almost interpret it where like I'm thinking about it and I'm like, oh my, I have like, I live in a, an apartment building and there's, it's like a six flat mm-hmm. and it, they're, like, my neighbors are eccentric. Mm-hmm. Oh, fun. And, like, that feels... Paris. Paris. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... like Paris is an adjective now. <laughs> it's very Paris. It's so Paris. Like, so that feels Paris, where, like, you know, these lives of these people who are, like, kind of funny, mm-hmm. I kind of know, know about. Like, one of my neighbors just moved, and it was, like, a big deal. Oh, funny. When my other neighbors got a boyfriend, he moved in. That was kind of funny. In your building? Yeah. I thought that the top floor was a guy. The top floor was a guy. He moved because he got married. Not that men can't love men. But, <laughs> but it's a little different. <laughs> it's a little different. Uh, no, but the uh, my top floor neighbor, who's really, really noisy. Uh-huh. And then one night. Uh, you okay the, this being on the pod? You don't know that he doesn't listen to this. If he listens, honestly, good. He should <laughs> He should know that it He's impacted you. people. Okay. Um, <laughs> changing lives. Yeah. Uh, so our, my, my girlfriend and I were on the first level and like the stairwell up to the other two apartments is over our bedroom. So like when people would walk, oh, like yeah. that's where like our closet is. So we can, we can really, really hear when people come home late at night yeah. and he would often come home really late at night and so we would hear it and we'd be like, oh, there he goes. Sometimes he would need to be let into the building, etc. Um, but one night it's like 2 AM and we hear this banging it's like a screeching and a banging. It's like, cheep, boom, cheep, boom, right over door. our heads. And I'm like, what is happening? And it was, it was so loud in a way where I was like, are people shoveling? 
And and in my dream, you know how your dream can kind of like start to merge with mm-hmm. reality. I, I was like, feeling. I was like, they're shoveling above us. There's a snowfall. We're living under a yeah. deck. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I made nice. sense of it. Yeah, I, was, I made it. I tried to make it nice. <laughs> make it make sense. <laughs> but then I couldn't. And then I was like, I think he's vacuuming the stairwell. And so I went out again. It's two a.m. And I go out into the like you know the foyer of the building. And I was what like, was that? You go into the what foyer? It's Parisian for foyer. <laughs> and he's vacuuming the stairwell at 2 a.m. He's wasted. And he's like, <laughs> he was like, I'm getting married tomorrow and the stairwell's a mess. <laughs> Which what? he was, he's not wrong because our building's in disrepair. And he was getting married tomorrow? And he was getting married the next day, apparently. <laughs> That's so weird. And so anyway, so he moved, which is good. And apparently it's also made a really big impact on our other upstairs neighbors who really would hear, his, he would like blast music. This one's bad. So he's gone. We have a new neighbor who seems really nice. And then our other new neighbor, her boyfriend moved in. And then our other our other neighbor who who kind of tends to the neighborhood feral. You seem distracted by my really good story about all my neighbors. <laughs> so you can't tell if I'm on Zoom when I'm looking for something. You're like, I have yeah. I'm listening. Okay. <laughs> I was looking for my wine. You know what? Sorry, I was trying to do it's not a big deal. <laughs> no, I don't want to hear it. Tell me about your neighbors. My other neighbor doesn't recognize me ever since I cut my hair. Like, can't make sense where, of it? Like, I see her twice a day, and she'll, like, look at me with that kind of, like, glassy expression where you know you're supposed to know someone. And I'll be like, hey. And then she'll be like, hi. And then she'll be like, oh, didn't recognize you with your cute new haircut. But she's done it more than once? Yeah. <laughs> so weird. A bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I got it. It's right. And that's the big news. I'm 6'2", and Nina got a big, a big, cute new haircut. Yeah, I got a big, cute new haircut. I cut all my hair really, really short. And, uh, yeah, the reference photos that I brought in were Rizzo from Greece and Olivia Coleman from The Lost Daughter. It's and I really said, good. somewhere in the middle. It's really good. And they did it. They and really I think, did it. I think she did do it. I like it. I'm happy with it. Um, yeah. So I think that was kind of Parisian. Like, I feel like my haircut was kind of a, what, something a Parisian oh, would do. Oh, totally. You're just, like, taking control over fashion in your own life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Being someone new and different? Yeah, but I don't know. I think that, like, I definitely had a moment where I was, like, going to the cafes a lot mm-hmm. to work from coffee shops. Yeah, that's awesome. That felt Paris. That's so And Paris. then COVID kind of reared its head again. Yeah. And I slowed down on Can that. Can you believe we're happening on the mic and COVID still exists? I know. Terrible. Ter- absolutely terrible. Horrific. 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 How are you? Horrific. I don't know. Is there? Tell me. I want you to give me something that's uh, so Paris, and I'll well, see how it compares. I, you set up your uh, patio on your porch. Oh, <gasps> that's true. Oh my god, that's true. It's oh, beautiful. Oh, we wait, wait, wait. My smoking phase is pretty Paris. <laughs> I went through a day. I can't believe I'm telling the public, but it'll help me. Neither. I'm me. like your parents are going to listen. But it's like so comical. It's so, I, you don't it's think really it's comical. Com- you, I do think it's really comical. In a good I think way. it's funny. Tell the story. Tell the story. Yeah, I was going to say, because you hold I me accountable. Shooken. Okay, I'll say this. I have had four, six, up until, <laughs> until one crazy week, a couple months ago, or a month ago, I had had, I think, four cigarettes in my life. Four. And I really have enjoyed every single one of them, which is why I don't smoke, because I there's just no reason for me to add that to my life. But, um... And my grandfather was a smoker. He died. Like, you know, the whole thing. You got you know, those four yeah. stories. So the point is, out of respect to my family and my life, I don't smoke. But um, there, it's great, and I get it, and it makes sense to me that people are addicted. And the point is that <laughs> I, I – I, the first cigarette I ever had was when I was really, really, really sad 
uh, on graduation, like around graduation, like college graduation. College graduation. I had like had some like drama that just made me really sad, and I smoked a cigarette with a, a friend and. And it, like, became a thing where I was, like, I can smoke a, a single cigarette when I'm, like, going through something. Like, I will – that is, like – I will I will associate it with, like, being, like, very low. So that's good. I've only been, like, extremely low four times in the last decade. That's, that's not great. Bad. Like, I mean, like, you know, in, like, an acute way. <laughs> yeah. I've been said four times in a decade. No. In an acute way. In, not in, a cute way. No, in a cute way. No, <laughs> no, no. I, I, I meant, I meant in, in an acute way. But also, I was cute. Um Okay. And then, and so, yeah, so this is a whatever. And then I think I was just like really bummed um, this winter after getting back from LA and having like a really good time in the sun and then just being in Chicago March. And I can't remember what instigated it. I actually really can't. I'm not just uh, pruning the story for the public. Uh, But I was feeling really down and like got a pack of cigarettes with a friend of mine from elementary school, which was really fun because we didn't smoke in elementary. Like it's not something that we tried Obviously together. Obviously, didn't smoke in elementary. No, school. we didn't try a cigarette. Sure, it's like she was my sure. dear. I mean, she's still my dear friend, but she was my dear friend from like you know fifth to eighth grade or not whatever. She was my dear friend from in seventh and eighth grade, and uh, and like it's not something we like did. So it felt very funny to be like fifteen years late. Yeah, um, and we smoked a cigarette out on my patio. And then we smoked another one. And then I think she had a third and I was like, this is this is chain smoking. Like I can't, you know, whatever. Um, and then I just had this pack of cigarettes and for like a day, I like, I think I smoked like two more, which in 24 hours for somebody who doesn't smoke was like, that was, I was like, I'm smoking. Like I'm smoking these, <laughs> these days. And then I think like the second day I saw you and your girlfriend, Allison, and uh, you kind of gave me a hard time, but we're kind of like, that's just absurd. And then Allison gave me like a, a hard time. And was like, that's not fun. That's not okay. It's like not funny. It's Did not- she? Yeah, yeah. At the theater. And I was like, I was like, bitch, you smoked. I don't know if she did, but I just feel like she, she would have. She definitely did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I, I, I think I like said something really petulant. Like, I mean, it was fine. It was funny. But I was like, of being like, what? You're the only one who's allowed to be cool. Like, I think I like had like a really regressive moment. Yeah. Where I was like, let me do what I want. Like, you went through your phase. And then she's like, yeah, you're like almost 30. I mean, that's how that. I feel where I'm like, she's lived a life that I haven't. And so you're like, just let me do it now. And I'm like, well, can I try crazy stuff? Yeah. And she's like, no. <laughs> she's like, no, because you know better. And I'm like, but I always knew better. So I never had the benefit of not knowing better. I just want to have experiences. I know. Doing stupid. Like, I wish I wish I could have been a smoker for two years and quit. That was, I think, what those two days were. It was like, you can do it. You can have the experience. Um, I mean, again, I understand how absurd this is, but... That was really fun. And then I stopped after Allison gave me a talking to. You quit cold turkey. Cold turkey. Hardest thing I've ever had to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just like, I don't need to um, prove anything. And it was I didn't think I was like trying to prove anything. But then I think like how re- regressive my response was. I mean, it was, again, I'm like being uh, hyperbolic. I wasn't like actually rude to her, but okay. <laughs> I was, you know, I was you like, okay, yeah. I was like embarrassed. I think I was just like, yeah, I guess you're right. I was really surprised because I think you've been pretty consistently <laughs> anti-smoking. <laughs> I don't think I've for to reason, you. Am I wrong about that? For some reason, I do feel like you have been like specifically anti. Okay, I will say I've like known quote unquote who I am. You know, like that. How many like you knew who you were. You never had to like prove whatever. I do feel like I was that person, and I really feel like the pandemic slash my breakup like 
broke me of feeling any sense of like, it's not even moral superiority because it didn't feel that way to me, even though that's, I think, often how it would be received. Mm. It was more, what, say more about that. No. <laughs> no. But it's not that, it's like, it, but it is, it is, I, I, Allison didn't quite say this, but to that point of like, but if you know better and like you don't need to be indulging like shitty things, like you don't. And I, I think from a young age, I like understood consequences, which I do think is a thing that like, you're like, kids don't understand. And I'm like, I don't know, for whatever reason, I like felt consequences deeply. And I like was afraid of things and I didn't want to disappoint my parents and my friends. And like, I, I, I have held myself to a certain adult quote unquote standard for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the pandemic plus going through a breakup has made me be like, fuck all of that. Yes. I relate to that. And I, I think I'm like much more in some ways, like open to things that are bad for you. <laughs> I totally agree with that. And that makes me like sad in some well, ways. Well, I think I like yeah. I boomerang between like wanting wellness, yeah, like capital W wellness, mm-hmm. and like clean living, yeah, capitalist W, <laughs> yeah, wellness. capitalist W wellness, <laughs> uh-huh. and wanting and being like, I should try different drugs. I should try a bunch of different illegal drugs. Right, right, right. Because, because life is short, and because life is short, and like whatever they've been serving is not actually good for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right. But my faith in my faith in the things that I've been told would make me feel good and would would pan out a certain way didn't. And I definitely feel that way romantically, like a sense of like if you work hard and you love the person and you are a good person to them, you'll it'll be fine. And it's like, oh, okay, well that's not true. Um, so that's why I've been <laughs> that's why I'm I've been nuts in my romantic life this last year. <laughs> Um, no, I've still been extremely, I think, well behaved, but, yeah. but, um, but I feel like definitely like a more openness to that. And then, yes. similarly with like drugs or pleasure or like any or smoking a cigarette, and, and like this idea of preserving a future self mm-hmm. feels more naive than it's ever felt to me before. And it mm-hmm. makes sense to me that that people who like are depressed at younger ages yeah. do wilder shit. Not to get dark, but I just no, I think that I think that's true. I think I was like luckily pretty content for a long time. Yeah. And like I'm like, oh right, when you're not content anymore, it's easy to want to play around with the other tools at your disposable disposal to like. Which feel in your things. case were a pack of American spirits. For one for one single day. <laughs> and some like nice casual sex. <laughs> <laughs> some like pretty safe, good. <laughs> uh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's so the cigarette That's thing pretty, is pretty is pretty Paris. It's pretty Paris. Mm-hmm. I would say, yeah. What about? I'm like, I don't know. I've been trying. I've been trying to like be like more social. Um, Publicity events all the time. Yeah. You're constantly you're doing PR. <laughs> yeah, doing more PR. No, I'm like really trying to think about like. Um, I'm trying to think of like if if Paris, as Emily lives it, is about like having a tight and eccentric group of people who populate your world excelling at your job, mm-hmm. being fashionable. Okay, so far you're hitting all of these. Keep going. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> except, except Yeah. Well, we had a really fun, like, I feel like a few weeks ago we had a really, really fun week when when I camped out here, when my aforementioned girlfriend had COVID and I isolated with you. That was, like, a blast. And I like, hate to say it. Great week. Yeah, was, great was week. happy to hear that Nelson kicked you out of the apartment. I was like, what a thrill. Just what the doctor ordered for me. <laughs> Yeah, it was great. It was so much fun. And when when you got your patio set up, I was like, this is a, a thrill and a half. And I love just like we watched a ton of TV. It just felt very great. And it was like nice that you had like friends who came by where I was like, people now you're gonna hang out with your friends. By. Really fun. I mean, the truth is like I haven't had a roommate 
who wasn't a romantic partner and not in the pandemic for years. And it was really fun. I mean, I did it in LA and LA, my month in LA felt very Paris and having you here felt very Paris because it was like, yeah, just like social company and having a good time and even doing nothing felt like, feels like doing something and eating, eating meals together. I mean, talk about Paris, talk about Emily, talk about chef Gabrielle. I had my own little chef Gabrielle for a week. You cooked for me, learned how to make a French omelet. What could be more Emily in Paris than that? Yeah, that's true. He has his omelet pan. Yeah. And I, have I always, I always, and I know I've mentioned this before, I'm always confused by how pan. he uses the cast iron. Yeah. And actually, I know I know there's a chef that listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, why does Gabrielle use a cast iron pan and call it his omelet pan? Because isn't an omelet pan something different? Call in and let me know. <laughs> I love that. I would love, can you leave us a voicemail? Okay. <laughs> yeah, we can play back. I'm going to tell everybody right now. You can email me at hmrehack, R-E-H-A-K, at gmail.com with a voice memo with any questions you have. If there's a chef listening, I really want a voice memo about about this. We'll play it on the on the next episode. We'll play it on the air. We'll play it on the air. Very live on the air. Okay, but okay, you know what is Paris? Tell me. I've been part of my like re-entry into the world and re re-entry into joy. Yeah, well, I love that. <laughs> that experiment- which is your book. I'm experimenting with being joyful. <laughs> Shana yeah. Rhymes' third book, Reentry into Joy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't listen to her podcast, Reentry into Joy. Changed my life. Um, no, Changed My Life is the name of the first episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh but so I've been like um, trying to like put outfits on that I like and like doing not not exactly wearing more makeup because like I I'm never comfortable in more makeup but wearing the type of more makeup that I'm comfortable in which is like getting fake eyelashes <laughs> yeah fake eyelashes <laughs> no but like uh, like I you know doing my brows mm-hmm. lip gloss or lipstick maybe mascara like just doing my full routine mm-hmm. I got it I got a kit from the drugstore to re-enamelize my teeth remineralize my teeth <laughs> yeah, how's it going it's going really well I think how do you think it's going they look great they look um opaque yeah I think they look more opaque which was the goal which was how, the how goal? do my teeth look really good opaque I whitened yesterday oh they look great before bed <laughs> for no one <laughs> <laughs> do you whiten it happens that fast whitening mm-hmm. cool yeah yeah I had like strips bought a kit a while ago yeah I love that it's yeah, it's been good. So in that sense, I'm being Parisian. Like I, yeah, I you're, like, you're put spent together. some money a little bit more like willy nilly than I do. Like I made a lot of impulse purchases, which is not me. Like usually I'll like shop online in an impulsive way and then not purchase any of the things that sit in my cart. But a couple weeks ago, I like actually bought all the stuff, and it was like fun things. And then we were at a craft fair, and I like saw a necklace that I was like, that's cute, but like I'm not Gen Z, I can't wear it. But I bought it anyway, and then I wore it a bunch, and I was like. It literally, I had the feeling because I was wearing like my necklace and like my new lip gloss and whatever for work over these Zoom calls. And like these people have only known me over Zoom. But I had this feeling where I was like, they're all probably wondering why I got so dressed up. Because you're wearing your necklace? Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I'm so dressed up today. (laughs) Literally wearing translucent lip gloss and (laughs) a fake pearl necklace. (laughs) And I was like. I was like, they're probably wondering why I'm so fancy. That is how I feel. Every time I blow dry my hair, I'm like, they think I dressed up for them. Yeah, I'm like, honestly, they sometimes I'm having an affair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, they think I'm having an affair. It felt You're in a so different apartment. conspicuous, even though it was like... That's so funny. Couldn't have been more minor. Like, <laughs> um, But that has felt very Parisian. Where I'm like, I get up to do my day. Which yeah, yeah. the pandemic had a feeling of one long day. There was one no like... Long, terrible day. Get up to day. do the day feeling. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. That's good. That's really good. Hmm. Not so bad, huh? Not so bad at all. Very Paris. Thanks. Um, I'm trying to think. What yeah, else? Have you had any nice flirtations? It's a really good question because that's very Paris. Yeah. 
having men just kind of like fall over you. Okay, so we were talking about this briefly before the podcast, and then he told me to save it for the podcast. <laughs> but the question of like how mystery leads to people being attracted to you, and I'm I'm just um, in case anyone had any questions, I'm not a woman of mystery. I'm pretty much like here's who I am. I think I'm great, and I'm confused anytime people don't think the same. Um, I mean, I expect well, it's too sad if I say it like that. <laughs> To be clear, I don't think people have crushes on me, but I, I'm like, always, I'm like, but they should. Like, I, I, I think both things are true. Anyway, um, but I was talking to a friend of mine today who was saying that uh, she was like, hey, you have to, like, cultivate an air of mystery. Like, that's what you have to do. And I just have never been intentional in that way because it feels, like, less fun to try to be mysterious than to, like, share with ones and yourself with the world. But I'm curious. You, you seem to have some thoughts on that, and I'm— I think I, I had a period when I was single after, and it was like after a really hard breakup where I was like feeling very vulnerable. And I feel like as a reaction to that, I was like dating and seeing people, but very intentionally not being vulnerable, like sharing very little. Yeah, yeah. Keeping, I was kind of like calling the shots on like how often we could spend time together. Uh-huh. So like anyone that I was dating, I was like, I, I was like, there's no way in hell that I want to see you more than once a week. And yeah. And, like, kind of don't text me. Or, like, I would be very put off if people yeah, reached yeah. out. And I would be like, your punishment for reaching out is that I might not. <laughs> it's, so, it's so unkind. It's totally unkind. It was, it was, it was so. It was, I'm not saying that as a friend judging you. That's, I'm saying that as a person I've trying been, to figure out, like, yeah. wait, how do I. I'm, like, not. And on the one hand, I'm like, I don't want to play games. On the other hand, I'm like, I do want to, like, I, I do like feeling attractive yeah, it to was people. totally unkind. And, I, and it's, like a, it's, like, a regret, but also it's, like, a learning time. Like I would, but also it worked in your favor, don't you think? Oh, totally. Worked. Yes, which that, that's fucked up. Not yeah, not you, but yeah. that like culturally, that's rewarded yes. because I'm like I can see. I would say I was like pursued more hotly than like ever, but just by like not giving yourself to. But here's the thing: I'm like a glutton. Like I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. If I like something, I like want it all the time. Like I am, and and I'm like that even when I have it. I'm not like a. I'll chase after it, um, and then I get it, and I don't want it. It's like nope, if I'm in love with you, I want to be with you all the time. I, If you're my friend, I do want to be with you. I mean, I like, I just, I'm kind of like, I like what I like and it's fun to live in that. Yeah, and, and that sounds great. Well, well, sure. And also, it's like, I could try, I could try, and you're not saying I should, mm-hmm. but right, let's say that I'm trying to be very Paris mm-hmm. and I'm trying to have the um, the people fall over me. I'm like, okay, I could, like, quote-unquote play that game of, like, being withholding. But I'm like, but then it's not fun because I like – it's, like, it's it's, Mm – and and I don't know if it – I don't know if it verges on into the realm of, like, kink. Like, I actually don't know if it's, like, oh, it's, like, a turn-on for me to be vulnerable or it's, like, it's, like, it's – it's, like, not attractive to me to – like, I'm very attracted to anticipation, but I'm not particularly attracted to – um, withholding myself, but I probably, you know, I probably am attracted to people who withhold. I, I would say historically, I was definitely attracted to people who would withhold. Yeah, and then I think I felt burned by that, and so I almost was like, I'll, I'll, be one. I'll withhold this time. Oh, that's so interesting. I think I kind of created like a binary, like it has to. Yeah, and you know, I was like, yeah. I'll be the withholder because I don't want to be the one that's that is being withheld from. Wow. Um, yeah, that makes sense. And, and yeah, I told, I mean, totally, totally unkind 
like I have, uh, yeah, my joke with my friend is like, we, I think both of us have relationships we're not proud of where we weren't our best. And our joke is like, I wish I could remember what happened. Why we broke up. I forget what, well, don't remember. Like it's someone who you were with. No, 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 I I pretty much don't have (laughs) that good relationships with anyone that I was with at that time. (laughs) Um, Don't know. No, a a friend of mine Uh, who I think has been similar in relationships of just like pulling away. Yeah, yeah. The more people would uh, hold on. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's like not not something to be proud of, but at the same time, it's like it felt like a really necessary power play because I was like. I know that I'm not in a position to be vulnerable. I want to see what the whole deal is with being this way. Yeah, yeah. Because it was very effective for this person that I was with. Yeah, yeah, right. And that right, I like, right. could not let it go. Right, right, right. And it was like very effective. That makes so much sense. It's funny because sometimes I wonder how how much this doesn't apply. Okay, here's what I, here's what I mean to say. I think that I sort of think of everybody as like a potential not everybody, but a lot, a large swath of people as like a potential lover because I'm sort of like, uh, I think if we're being honest here, I'm probably pansexual. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm always just like, okay. But right, like I, I do feel that way. So so in my head, I'm like, what are you scared of that I'm going to fall in love with you? Trust me, you'd know if I was in love with you. And it's like, I actually think I have a lot of people who fall in the swath of like, or like in the subsection of people that I'm attracted to that I'm like, no, I just want to like, make out and date and like have you in my life in like a fun way. Um, but like, to be clear, I'm not trying to like go out with you. Yeah. And like, and so to me, I'm like, what are you afraid of? I'm not trying to lock you in. Like, I think in my head, it's, maybe I create a binary between like yeah. something casual and something like locked in forever, marry me. And I'm like, no, no, no. I like, I'm in no place to date somebody seriously. I know that. So this idea of like, so we can text every day because I'm not trying to date you. Yeah. Like, and to me, and and I I get that that signals like, oh, this person's like in love with me. I'm or like, you're obsessed date. with me. <laughs> right. And it's like, and I'm like, no, I just think like, it's more fun to have you. I, I mean, I guess I'm just, if I like someone, it's just more fun to have them in my yeah, life than I not. I think that's like really, yeah, that sounds great. That's like, sounds like healthy and nice. I was just not where I was at at a time when I was dating. Well, why not, Nina? <laughs> no, I mean, I don't, think, we begin? I don't think it, I don't think it is healthy because I get, because I, uh, because I'm quick to take things personally because I'm just like, I'm like, but I'm, I'm nice and fun. Right. Like, I think that my impulse, if someone, anyway, yeah, this is so not Paris because Paris know, is not Paris is more carefree, more, way more carefree. Way more carefree. Uh, well, it's like our dear friend Kat says, I, she's like, you just need to have um, a, a lot more people to choose from. She's like, if you had more people to choose from, you could be a lot more carefree. And I, to be fair, yeah, the irony being like, sure, I guess I'm pansexual, but I, most people are terrible. (laughs) So, so so yeah, Yeah, my life is not very Paris and that there are not a lot of like very sexy people sort of just like freely orbiting me at any given time. And freely orbiting you with like little baggage or if there is baggage, (laughs) it's like hot and fun. Oh my God. No, everybody has so much baggage. So it's it's like, oh, you dated five people that I know. You struggle with anxiety, depression. I struggle with anxiety. <laughs> and for whatever reason, being with me doesn't get that off your plate. Yeah. It's so weird. It's so weird. weird. I thought I would like fix you. So yeah. So, so definitely some flirta- some fun flirtations. That's that was a hey, that was a 20-minute answer to your question of do I have, do you have any, any fun flirtations? Fun flirtations? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I do. I think I have like mm, three. 
That's great. Do you think so? Yeah, I think three is awesome. Thanks. That's like well, very summer's sustainable. Summer and fall. T- people tend to be very attracted to me around my birthday in November. The, I, I mean, I'm saying relatively. I trust me. I'm not like, oh, everyone's in love with me. I mean, like if if one person is, is usually flirting with me and around my birthday, three people are. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Cute. So that's November. Oh, I'm so, so excited for you. Yeah. So the next six months, things we're looking up should be should be big. <laughs> I'm saying Dick City, <laughs> Pussy Paradise. You like it? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Nasty. How about you? Any flirtations? Um, I don't think so. My girlfriend. Ever heard of her? Ever heard of her? Yeah, she made me quit smoking. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that, like, we've been, like, going on trips. Yeah, it's pretty romantic. Yeah, it's kind of romantic except they're all with family. (laughs) (laughs) Which, honestly, some people like that. I guess. (laughs) But, uh, so that's, so there's that. I, and but I'm like trying to make more friends. I'm like trying to be like, be, like reaccess parts of myself that are like my social butterfly self. Yeah, yeah, you are a social butterfly. Yeah, you have you and Emily have that in common. Me and Emily of Paris. Yeah, yeah, yes, we do. Of Emily in Paris. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's nice. Yeah, it is nice, right? I think it's really nice. I think like if Paris is a state of mind, it is. Even though it's also a geographical location. No, it's a fictional city from the show. <laughs> It definitely, that show is definitely a fictional city. And it's made up of good food, good clothes, good flirtations, and good friends. Then I think a lot of that is in our control right now. And I think you're right. I think, I'll say, I think I want to lean further into the food and clothing part, which I think you've helped me with. We we put a joint order to parade. <laughs> we put a ton of underwear together. Uh, <laughs> that was something we did when, when Allison had COVID and I was here. And Allison was like, what? And all these packages. <laughs> Oof. It's like nothing. Uh, and I ate better then. And then, uh, and then, yeah, so I'll, I'll take that from your time in Paris. I'll, uh, more food, more clothes, and then hopefully yeah. keep on keeping on with. P- feel free to leave a voicemail if you have any hot tips for how I should be more, what is it, enigmatic or um, mysterious? Yeah. Or, yeah. Like it sounds ex- like just don't tell and people. It, wait, what Maybe is don't, this have from? A, don't have a podcast about how you feel about things. <laughs> what is this from? Our enigmatic chief designer. Yes, it's from Love Action. Yeah, and it's <laughs> yes, and it is a perfect line. Carl, our Carl. enigmatic Carl, our enigmatic. And chief I am de- so. Wait, who am I will I? say the, Carl, that our enigmatic chief designer. <laughs> Carl, uh, I, I was will say Alan if I'm anyone in that movie, it breaks my heart to say that I'm probably Laura Linney. <sighs> That's that fucking sucks. Oof. But I really want to be Mia. No, <laughs> she's yeah. evil. No, she's not evil. She just knows what she wants. No, it's not her job to protect that. It's not her job to protect that marriage. Ooh, I can't believe that we're gonna get into this now. Also, the number of times that our Emily and Paris and Pac podcast <laughs> has turned into a Love Actually podcast is now like fifteen. <laughs> <It's been off. laughs> like the only like references we make to outside culture is Love Actually. <laughs> the only one we share. Uh, <laughs> we could talk about any, we could talk about other stuff, other references. I don't. I don't have any other references. I watched You've Got Mail last week. You love that movie. Your favorite. I do. It's my favorite. What, how did it hold up against the last time Perfect. I watched it? I mean, I, I could hear noises in the basement. Well, I was at my parents' house. I heard noises in the basement. And my sister was like, what's mom doing? And I was like, watching You've Got Mail. And she was like, how can you tell? And I said, <laughs> why would you ask Because that's that? Dreams by the Cranberries. Oh, my God. And it can you being, sing it? And it being at that volume can you after sing it? quieter dialogue yeah. is You've Got Mail. Can you sing it so I can remember the scene? Oh, oh, it's like the beginning. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, she's great at her shop. Yeah, she's looking adorable da, in her outfit. Da, 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 yeah. What will NY152 say today? Oh, so freaking cute. Are you attracted to Tom Hanks? Um, You know, isn't it funny? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't think I am. I don't think I am either, but I love him. Yeah. And... Okay, I, feel like, I feel like I'm really talking about her so much this episode, but early in my relationship with Allison, we were playing a game of, like, who would you want to play with, play you in a movie? And she said Tom Hanks. That's so funny. <laughs> Not Meg Ryan. She kind of looks like Meg Well, so I remember dumb. one time you were like, Allison really reminds me of Meg Ryan. Like After watching Bun. You've Got Mail, and yeah, I yeah. was like, it had never occurred to me, and then I watched it, and I was like, oh, my God. They have, like, a lot of really similar <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, qualities and, like, mannerisms. Yeah, that's so funny. Which is funny, because it's definitely a movie at... Yeah, it's my favorite movie that I like, grew up loving. So you manifested her. I guess. <laughs> oh my god, she's like Meg Ryan, but with Tom Hanks and as an soul. idol. Yeah, her soul. That's like great. You got the you got the romance. <laughs> Tom Hanks in a Meg Ryan body. <laughs> I'm sorry, Allison. She's so private, and I'm just roasting her ass on this podcast. It's okay. It's very Paris of you <laughs> <laughs> to share share really. Uh, okay, well. I'm going to have to think about, like, who who I've been manifesting. Who – I like the idea of co-leads that I – like, is, like, Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds. Oh, where my I'm, like, God, sa- yeah. The personality of Sandra – well, both of them. I love both Honestly, of them. Honestly, yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful bodies. Beautiful. That would be a beautiful partner for you. <laughs> Sandra, Sandra, Sandra Bullock Reynolds. is so hot. She's so hot. And she's so powerful and funny and confident. But he is so cute and charming I and, know. like, dreamboaty. They're both really funny. Okay. The Proposal. In watching The Proposal, it is a manifestation – of the joint type of lover I want. You hear that? <laughs> Two people who love themselves. I'll tell you what, that's the bottom line. Oh yeah, that because that oh, that's not my flirtation, but this is my crush, as you know, that has been inexplicable to me. That you were so shocked by my crush on Joe Alwyn. Oh yeah. <laughs> Joe Alwyn, Taylor Swift's boyfriend. I was I'm like, I can't name it. I just like think he's he, I get butterflies in my tummy when I see him. Yeah. And you were so surprised by it. And like, in all fairness, like, I don't know if I've ever been, like... So attracted to, like, such a, like, traditionally masculine, blonde, Ken Dolly. Yeah, I mean, like, in the... In an interview that I read about him, they were, like, he's mostly played Nazis. Like, because he has, <laughs> like, like... Just my time. Oh, like, he's, like, <laughs> it's terrible. But he's, like, so attracted to me. And then we were talking about how there's, like, something so attractive, but a man who isn't obsessed with apologizing for being a man. Yeah, yeah. Where he's just like happy and confident and loves himself yeah. and therefore can love other people. Yeah, right. It's so it's simple. Beautiful. Yeah, big reveal. Being a feminist does not mean hating yourself. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a perfect. I think that's a perfect that's message because yeah. then that's the button. Because boys in Paris, you gotta believe that they love themselves. Yeah, Gabrielle does. Does he? I think we'll he might. <laughs> yeah, well, next episode we'll talk about. Next it. episode. Okay, fantastic. Love you. Okay, bye. Bye. Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs> You've been listening to Nina, Hannah, and Emily in Paris. If you enjoyed today's episode, let us know with an Apple review. We're trying this new format, and we want to hear your take. So even if you've already left us a review, leave us another one with your thoughts on this third out-of-office episode. We have a new uh, review from somebody named uh, a user, KMC71719909990. Five stars. Thank you. It's titled Inexplicably Obsessed. And they say, quote, I work 10 to 12 hour days and somehow I always make time to listen to this hilarious podcast. I need more episodes. That's really nice. I'm really sorry you're working that so much. That's so not Paris. Too many hours. Not Paris. Not Paris. Quit. Uh, No, mad respect. Do we got to do. Thank you for the review.
We will be back in two weeks to do another episode of Emily Online, and you will have to see what we're going to be exploring that episode. Until then, be sure to subscribe or follow the show so you're notified when new episodes are released. Ciao! Par tes rayons à la pointe cornue, en ma faveur, ils seront plus la nuit, faisant obscur un temps serein et beau. Va te cacher.